Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Morning. Good morning, running company. Morning, morning, morning. Yes. Should we take a quick photo? Let's before get a photo trot, of us in the sunshine before, before we go, but without being hit by that car over there. Oh, you, if you're seeing this photo, you'll <laughs> notice something about me, which is that I forgot to take these off. So, yeah, you're wearing your glasses. You wear my glasses. Does that affect the running? Thing? Well, I, mean, I think we're going to find out. <laughs> I think if I fall over onto my face and they break, it will <laughs> yeah. really affect it. That's no good. Yeah, I just, um, like I was up early this morning. That's kind of what my, weirdly, my glasses are for when I'm sort of tired. They don't, they're right. not short or long-sighted. Okay. My eyes just don't work as well. So I got up this morning and slapped them on. Came out to see you. Got I just forgot them. Realised they were still, still on my face. Sign of a great fitting pair of glasses, Rob. Yeah, that's right. So if we were in the States now doing an oh, infomercial. It's so cold. So where did you get those glasses? walking down the street in the pyjamas. Is it? In like a t-shirt. God, I hope she hasn't got far to go. That's great. That's so... must be so cold. That's courageous. Is that post very late school run drop off? Yeah. Nice. Gosh, it's cold today. It is cold, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm wearing my, in fact, wearing my uh, underlayer trousers. They're quite cool, aren't they? Yeah, they're lovely. Quite snazzy. They give me, they give me lovely, very non-binary legs from the thigh down. Very nice. All um, way up. So yeah, and uh, glass is still on. I'm wearing my uh, freebie London Marathon top from a couple of years ago, which I have to say, despite being fresh out of the wash, is now getting a bit musty. Is it really? I might have to say goodbye to it. Whereas you, I'm in the. You got the new one, haven't you? I've got the new one that we got the other week. Yes. They gave it very to nice. us at the launch. And very nice. Very nice. They're kind of shiny. It's, they're like um, sleek black. Sean Connery's pretend wetsuit at the beginning of Goldfinger. Lovely. If you want to unzip it and turn it into a white tuxedo, you go for it. Oh, there's a bloke taking a photo of his own traffic traffic ticket, parking yeah. ticket. Yeah. <laughs> He's shopping himself. Well, that's like the message I just got before we came out, isn't it? About my son being in trouble. Yes. <sighs> for missing a... He, he, he missed one of his many, many extracurricular musical activities. Yeah. And I'd emails to say he won't be there. Yeah. The reason he wasn't there is because he was at a dodgeball tournament. He was invited to take part in by the school for being a high-achieving student. What? And a little toe wreck, eh? And now they're sending you in He deserves yet. a good old slap for that behaviour. 
but you've got evidence. I have evidence to the contrary. Well, I'm, I'm yeah. writing <laughs> yeah. in, in Ray vis-a-vis the message received this morning. They do do that, though. They, they schedule things that clash. Yes. And then when you don't make it to one or the other, they go, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know, but you're the one running the There's school! So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's so much going on, isn't there? Yeah. So You'll be all right. You'll get suspended. It'll be fine. Never mind all that. Yeah. It's a beautiful cold day. I met... Oh, look at Ali Pali in the sunshine. Is that where we're going? We kind of... We're snaking away there. I've got to get it before it goes out of sight. Bit of a different way there today. Yeah. We're going street, bruv. We're going street way there, yeah? Yeah, Zigzag. taking the streets. And then we're going to just... Pish, we're going to... No, we're going to do that. We're going we're gonna to drift up top. I did a joke last week about... What? The <laughs> get out. Come on. <laughs> Come All on, right. come on. I like to do one every now and again. <laughs> Go on then, tell us what It was on the day of the Super Blue Blood Moon. Oh, yeah. And I said that a Super Blue Blood Moon is not to be mixed up with a Super Blue Moon Blood, right. which is what happens when a contemporary teenager meets a 1950s do what group. Like Super Blue Moon Blood. That's how Rudy speaks on a morning when he wakes up. That's where I got it. Lovely. <laughs> That's funny. Have you, you've been gigging a lot then, yeah? You've been gigs? Yeah, yeah. Gigging, I, gig. I've been gigging in the north. Oh, So what? we're going to, um, yeah, we're crossing Chile Cross Gen to um, climb up into the park around Alley Pally. Here we go. And uh, how far are we going to go this merry morn? I would say a cosy seven. Uh, which is a, an, a very impressive fitty inny um, stuff from you. Yes. Which, because I, I got in from, I got in on a red eye from Toronto oh, yeah. uh, yesterday, and uh, ah! it's uh, oh that kind it, of red eye. It's a little bit. It's cold here. Yeah. Not so cold as my last run in Toronto. I see. Where the temperature was minus twenty. <laughs> I wonder. Uh, That's quite sharp. I wonder why you did your extremities removed. <laughs> um, but it was sharp. amazing how. You what can still you run wear? in that weather. I ran basically what I'm wearing now, but I had a hooded top. Yeah. So I, I was out in shorts. Yeah, yeah. But I did. I couldn't feel my legs for about three hours afterwards. Yeah. It seems a little bit risky to me. I yeah. think you should have rubbed goose fat all over I should legs. have had something on, but but you can do it. And there's that thing as well when your legs are really, really cold. Yeah. That you don't feel the miles. <laughs> this is not That's recommended. <laughs> That's another Tonks While extreme you were doing tip. That, uh, running freezing conditions. I was reading a article about the woman who was in the, in the, on the eight, eight highest mountain in the world. Right. And uh, she had to leave her partner behind. She, you know, expected by frostbite left, right and centre. Mm. One of the things she did, she hallucinated a woman bringing her a cup of tea. <laughs> and the woman said, have a cup of tea. You can have a cup of tea if you give me a shoe. So she took a shoe off. There you go. And then next thing she knows, the rescuers are coming. And yeah, it's she's all She's taking the shoe off. Yeah, <laughs> she's taking the off. You know, yeah. that's the end of that. Did foot. the rescuers have a cup of tea? Cup of terrible tea. stuff. Yeah. When you, you do start to hallucinate at high altitude like that, don't you? Apparently. Yeah. That's where I see myself in five years. Yeah. At high altitude. Yeah. yeah. That's a film quote. That's Groundhog Day. Is it? All right. <laughs> that's a film quote. That's Groundhog Day. It's actually quite funny being in New York and... Uh, Toronto, watching the Groundhog Day thing on the, on the news. Because <laughs> it's, it's at this time of year, it must be, because they're having Groundhogs. Yeah, it's February the 2nd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's whether they can see the, sh- the shadow behind them or ahead of them or something. Yeah, yeah. It's it if he sees funny. his shadow. Yeah. So basically, there's a, the, my, the little bit of logic is, 
if the sun is out. Right. When the groundhog comes out. Um, it was good fun, though. Toronto's an amazing city. Yeah, I went there once. Toronto's beautiful. So, well, you were gigging there, right? Yeah, I was gigging in Toronto. There's a, the Winter Gardens Theatre there. On just warming up for McIntyre. Yeah. And it was... Uh, just one, but how many thousand people? Yeah, it, it, no, it was... Well, we did... We did Beacon Theatre in New York. Yeah. That was 2,700. Yeah. Well, that's and quite cosy for him. That's good. It is cosy for him, but it's the first time he's played the States. I see. But it sold out a year in advance. Right, so, that's so he could have done more. Yes. So it was a hat ticket. Tickets were selling for like 800 pounds on the black market and stuff. So you got your Which is exactly what... Yeah, yeah. To beef up your wages. Yeah, that's what I did earlier. <laughs> what I like to do is buy 10 tickets a year before. And... Uh, but it's exactly what he wanted, just a, t- a gig that was impossible to get into. Yeah. And it went really well, so that was good. And, uh, and then Toronto was smaller. But lovely, lovely gigs, lovely people. Great people running in the freezing. To see you and him in, that, in those cosy environments. Yeah. Well, and the crowds there, obviously he wants to go there all the time, though, because they just, I don't know whether they do it for everyone. Standing ovations oh. every night. It's like they see themselves. They see giving a standing ovation as a natural part of a show. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? As opposed to here where people stand quite quickly yeah. in order to leave the venue in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, in exactly. order to beat the traffic. I was at Manchester yeah. Comedy Store yeah. the other day in saying, yeah, 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 leave now, rather than 30 seconds <laughs> when I've wrapped up the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Save yourself a bit of time. <laughs> so, uh, but there, it's, it's sort of... They just really enjoyed it, and, and to show that they stood up and cheered. I was in a school production of oh, What a Lovely War yeah. um, in America in the 80s. So you can imagine, you know, how good that was. I can imagine, yeah. I'm sure it was fine. And uh, it's just amazing how, um, what's the word, demonstrative audiences are in yeah, America. Yeah, because Or in the Americas. Yes. Because, yeah. um, you know, basically they, they clapped at the end of every scene. And this is quite a serious low-key play. Right, it? yeah. So they clap the end of a scene. And uh, and that was totally base-level stuff. Yeah. As soon as they started enjoying anything, right, right, as soon right. as there was a song or a good joke, yeah. or just a passable performance, <laughs> they'd uh, whoop. I think, imagine if you were actually amazing. Yes. I don't know where they'd go. You know, yeah, I don't know yeah. what the headspace is. They start... Start, you know, self-harming. Just go crazy. Yeah. Running around in tiny circles. Smashing their head against the wall. Tearing out their own head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but he can stand it. He can do the thing that we pay him to do. <laughs> but they, they loved him. And, yeah, the, the, there is something nice about... Well, New York, you were there the other month. I love New a beauty York. To it, isn't it? It's I amazing. St- I thought my urge to uh, find an excuse to go back would uh, wear off. Yeah. So far, it has not. Yeah. I thought of you going over the... Cryo Park. Yeah, this is... We're uh, in the spot where the Crouch End 10K starts. Oh, yes. Which is nice. The hallowed turf for the Crouch End 10K. The community classic. Imagine you're having a donut now. Yeah. (laughs) Another donut. Gotta get the donut. Should we go cross-country? I quite like the cross-country donut. Not a bad Homer Simpson there, if I say yeah. so myself. This, is, this was a good move. Hey, this month, though, <laughs> is your idea. Uh, I just, that's reminded me. Do you remember when uh, Barnsley took us into the mud in Preston Park? Yes. Lots of lovely response. Thanks for getting in touch with Angela. People loving the Barnsley podcast, aren't they? As soon as we get back from our international travels, yes. we're going to hook up 
with Barnsley again. And uh, once a month, isn't it? We're going to have absolutely. a little chat with us. She's doing. So uh, we're due the next one now because that was a couple of weeks ago. So yeah. Um, but thanks for. Well, everyone seemed to really enjoy it, which is just what we hope, because we've been looking forward to it for a while. So That's what we want, isn't it? Long may it continue. It's important to say that we do these podcasts so that people enjoy them, isn't it? That's right. That's the main aim, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, we enjoy them. Yeah. Um, it's but good, it's, it's, it's good nice good. if other people enjoy them. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice. Having said that, I'm trying to blog at the moment about my uh, music for the marathon. Right. And I, I find it amazing that people blog so readily. Yeah. Because... What if no one's listening? Yes. <laughs> Blogging's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah. I'd I imagine. suppose you can check the, check the SEO history and all that kind right. of stuff. But, you know, to, when you first do it, to get on there and write a thousand words. Another thing I think about this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but at least with this, we've got each other, you know. Yes, absolutely. The other one can pretend to listen. This ball starts to shave. <laughs> <laughs> No, Barnsley's gone full run, hasn't she? She's bought yeah. a Garmin, hasn't she? That's the other reason we've got to get. We've got to keep interviewing her while she still hasn't run as far as we have. Yes. While we still got a point in the whole dialogue. Yeah, because she'll end up being faster than us. It was nice. That's fairly inevitable, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's nice people who heard that news quiz she was giving us the backstage details on and the running. It's a real very oh, three oh, Yep, yep, yep. No, oh, yep. Everyone made it. So, yeah, thanks for your appreciation on that. We'll be, she'll be back soon. And, uh, um, yeah, see, I've got gigs in Brighton, so we can make that work. Yeah. And so I that. wasn't, see, I wasn't in Toronto or New York. You were up north. I was in Sheffield and Manchester. Nice. It was excellent, actually. It was really good. Sheffield Leadmill. Nice gig. Classic. Uh, That's on your Wednesday, is it? That's your yeah. midweek. That, That's a midweek. He, he gets you on the way up to Manchester, doesn't he? I check He's one home. of those. I went home in between. Did you really? Yeah. All right, okay. Because I only had Friday, Saturday. Oh, all right, and uh, I went to see the foot expert in Sheffield, Robin Weaver at the Barn Clinic. Oh, Mr. Weaver. I've not been paid to drop that right, name, but he's good. So, so was that on, uh, was that recommendation or was that? Yeah, a friend of mine, Emma, her and her son are both ballet dancers. Right. So they said, you should talk to this guy. And so I'm doing that again. If anyone, particularly if you are in the north, this guy's good and it wasn't that expensive. So I found out... Gone that, on, what was Weaver's diagnosis? Well, I never... He, he gave me an ultrasound yeah. on my left foot there. And, right. Uh, it's a boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Rob, you're pregnant. He did say that my... Uh, he, did, he didn't use the word to right state. Right. He was really, straight, really honest Northern diagnosis. what my foot is like. It's right, mash up that, mate. But he said... Uh, the important thing is the, the summary is, because getting medical again, aren't we? Yeah. I never broke a bone. Right. I didn't break a bone on that rock in October. Okay. And I haven't got a, one of those ongoing stress fractures that never fixes, you know? Right. So, but it's all, it's I've all got bursitis, which is a big, uh, you know, sort of... <laughs> big mess. Big uh, bit of a sacks of fluid, right, in and around your foot where you've hurt it before, and it's kind of created a cushion to protect itself. Okay. The funny thing is, one of them is between the toes, potentially problematic. Right. Isn't quite Morton's neuroma yet, but it could be. Right. The other one isn't between the toes. He wasn't too bothered about it. Okay. And it's funny because on the ultrasound picture. It's that second one that was blooming massive. Right. That's the golf ball I've been getting up in the morning yeah. and seeing on my foot. He didn't seem too bothered. So was he Was he of a mind of like, 
running's okay or he said just use your common sense and be careful Ooh, oh danger and he recommended what because i haven't got that well any <laughs> most most runners isn't it use yeah. your common sense yeah. that's right yeah oh you mean run to the state of impossibility yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Run, and while i run i'll try not to think about it that's yeah. it that's how I run into a state of agony but uh, and keep going he recommended orthotics all right yeah he said i could have a set of pads made up to balance her foot out so it heals better and I, one, it's, I can't afford it. That takes but a two, lot of diagnostic. That is okay, because I don't want to do it. Right. Because if yeah. I do do it, I'll start relying on it, you know? Yeah. I worked hard to uh, shake off my knee support back in the day. Yeah. I don't want to be an idiot about it, but I do want to kind of be a fell runner about it. I'm happy to take my injuries with me. Yes, yeah. I, I must say, I mean, because... I could have orthotics, but it just seems a bit of a faff. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you talking about things to divide your toes up. Do you, do yes. You do, that? do you still do yeah, that? Yeah, I've got one in now. I've got a toe divider on my right foot. Yeah. But that's just a bit of squidgy. That's like two two fifty from your local chemist. If anything, that's fine. your one's a bit too big, though, isn't it? Because you spread your toes over a three-foot area. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about some my new shoes? I feel like I'm running with a man in his wheelbarrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You look like, yeah. you look like Pennywise out of it. <laughs> But that's, that, that does work, and I do feel the difference, but I can't be minded. I can't be minded with orthotics. Aye. So we're squelching. We're on another park run now. This is the Alley Pally Park run. Yes. Never done it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough one. You didn't it's do any slow. international park running. No, I didn't, actually. No. So where are you going next? Well, today I'm going to Japan. Oh, um, yeah. So for a few gigs yeah. in Tokyo and Osaka. Yeah. And then I'm going to see my brother. What's funny about yeah, that is, we were talking about this before we started recording, I totally uh, unconnectedly watched Lost in Translation at the weekend. Yeah. So now I've got a very cl- clear idea of what Paul's going to be up to <laughs> yeah, when yeah. he gets to Japan. Karaoke. Checking in with Scarlet. Games. Yeah. Not quite getting off with a much, much <laughs> <Yeah>. younger <laughs> woman. Attractive female, yeah. Yeah. Forgetting my son's birthday. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. China this side. Well, I'm only there for three days, so it's going to be really... Four days. It's going to be really quick. Oh, okay. I arrive on Wednesday, gig on Thursday. Have you been there Friday, before? No. Oh, my God, I've gone down the middle of the mud. Uh, oh, that's my uh, uh, I'm going around it. I'm going over here. Morning, magpies. But I'm not worried about the mud because... It's my second... Uh, <laughs> it's actually all right. Yeah, also, I think it's funny for our listeners hearing me say, I'm not worried about mud, just after squealing like Nathan Lane in the, the birdcage. Um, but yeah, I totally christened these uh, running shoes. Yeah. I mean, I've been wearing them for a couple of weeks now, but I wore them for South Manchester Park on the Saturday. Oh, nice, you got a South Manchester. Yeah. Good fun? Yeah, it's great. And you know the old... Uh, the puddles around the back there. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're proper. That's, yeah. That's the closest I get to tough mudder action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I got muddy puddle on my face. Right. That's a proper puddle, That's a proper, it? that's a part run, isn't it? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I could, when I got back to the hotel room, I had to, it didn't just have to dry my socks out. Right. Rinse the mud out. Speedy, Speedy Gonzalez. Oh, yeah, it was a good... Felt speedy. This was a really nice training run for me because... It was all about the psychology and the running. So this right. is on the Saturday after the yeah. Wednesday at the Foot Doctor. And it really put my mind at rest. And uh, I put a lot of miles in on the week. Right. And on the Saturday, got up 
seven, before seven. Yeah. After this lovely gig at the store on Friday. And uh, and staying up watching a film till about quarter to three. As you would. Yeah, yeah. as I do. Got up at before seven. And my phone said... I didn't. I was too. I couldn't even bear to open the curtains. It's still dark. Yeah. yeah. My phone told me it was three degrees and raining. Nice. Okay. Okay. And I went out. I went out on it. That's great. I went out at twenty-five to eight. Yeah. On the edge of the canal and wow, freezing rain. Yeah. And I ran to Salford and back. And then up to the park. That's good. That's good. And that was really steady. Yeah. Just really. Ticking over, you know, nice and yeah. flat. Averaging, what, 8.45, 8.50 miles. Yeah. Without thinking about it. And then up to the park run and did the park run thing, you great know. Great training, man. That's great. Yeah. I had a clear thought. It's an obvious one. Yeah. Which is about the uh, the artificial nature of getting tired in a park run when you're doing that. Right. You know, so you set off to do 5K. Yeah. At whatever speed. Yeah. Run pace. You know? Yeah. And then after some time, as your head starts to conceive of the end of it, yeah. you're thinking, oh, I'm getting tired now, I'm not sure I can keep this up. And I was thinking, that can't be right, because you must have already been tired yes. when you yeah. started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously in the end you are going to tire, but you know what I mean? It's a sort change of, of pace, yeah. I just knew how to be cynical about my own M- moaning yeah yeah and there's a moment on that particular park run where there's a slight uphill i would say about three three and a half k yeah and you think oh i'm getting tired now yeah you're not yeah just hang in there thank you anyway so it wasn't my fastest park run by a long way it was a proper but it's good, but it's good proper in the middle park of run face yeah pace sorry and uh good and in the really of the steady really yeah. just the same speed all the way around Nice. And uh, and then back down, and the whole run was about 14. So That's great. You're really doing good. some miles, yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, all wind shoes and things all settled down. Right. So, touch wood, I'm feeling good. That sounds good. Yeah. Sounds great. I really had a great time in Manchester. Enjoyed the gigs, enjoyed the run. Yeah. Friendly. Friend- oh, lovely. It is friendly, isn't it? Yeah. Really good scene. Yeah. Gigs are nice at the moment, aren't they? Everyone seems to be... Seems very... We've got the... Got the fuss of January and the New Year out of the way. Yeah. And uh, just kind of enjoying life. Seems very busy, yeah. The yeah. Gigs, yeah. I'm in uh, Birmingham Glee Club this weekend. Right. Again. So hopefully... Another classic. Yeah, yeah. should be great. I mean, that's the other thing, is I'm doing all the nice gigs, Manchester Store, Birmingham Glee, yeah. Comedia Brighton, lucky me. Well, that is good. Nice clear day today, really sunny. Yeah, this cool. is it. Yeah. I'm going to, and I'm starting to think, of course, about, we're less than four weeks out from the next half. Yeah. So. From the bath half. It's like the bath half. Yeah. Bath half. Yeah. And, uh. You know, that reshed, reshapes the scheduling of training for the next couple of weeks, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, for me, I'm going to... I just need to get some miles. Of, I just haven't really had that knee thing, which feels a lot better now. Good. So, but there's been no real big mileage yet, so... Yeah. I need to get that What's the longest one you've done? Just about 10 or 11. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> That's good, though. Double figures are not, not nothing, are they? Yeah. Particularly coming up to a half. I mean, you'll be ready for that. Yeah. 
And are you any further on the road of working out how your pacing's going to work on marathon day? Not really, no. I'm just going to just get as fit as I can. Yeah. Run slow. Chat to everyone. Yep. Now, it's gonna, it should be a great day if I'm really fit. Yes. So that's what I mean about the miles. I've really got, I've really got to bump it. Yes. I can't be nervous yeah. on the day about. I can't be worried about myself hitting the wall. No, no. When I'm trying to take other people You've through got to be it within your comfort. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Which on any marathon day is, is a big ask. Yeah. So it's my idea to come up this hill, wasn't it? Yeah. It's quite a long hill, isn't it? It's quite tricky with some, yeah. I've been on it for a while. The sun's gone in as well. Is it alright if I crawl? Yeah. <laughs> nice though. Coming up the hill to Ali Pally itself. Nice little little trot. Hopefully I'll get a good week's mileage in Australia. Yeah. That's the idea. Yeah, great. No gigs. Nothing to do. Oh, that just reminded me. Someone just got in touch with me about a, a gig, a little gig in Cyprus. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, oh. Said, whatever it is. I'm tempted to take it yeah. just to get out there and run. Oh, that'd be good fun. Yeah, it'd be great. Whereabouts is that and when would that be? Yeah, those are the questions, aren't right. they? Right, yeah. <laughs> I should look into that. Yeah. <laughs> People have started doing their 5Ks and 10Ks. Yeah. Getting, you know, running events are beginning, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, Season's yeah. happening. Everyone's at some point in their training. It's nice. Sophie Rayworth did a 66-mile two-day event. Yeah. And really, what she was, she was the eighth woman. Eighth woman overall. Yeah, yeah. Just She's so incredibly bouncy and positive, isn't she? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I saw her a little thing on that. On YouTube or Twitter or whatever. Yeah. Just chatting all the way through. Yes. She just... She knows exactly where to put her competitiveness. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's almost like she doesn't notice, but it isn't. Because she makes the effort. She knows how far she's going. Yeah. She knows what she wants to achieve. But she puts that all in a not particularly stressful box. She's just got a brilliant... And has a great time. Yeah. She's got a brilliant motor on, hasn't she? Yeah. She just barrels through, chatting away. Yeah. She was like, we're 20 miles to go. She was with this guy who she'd obviously been running with yeah, yeah, yeah. for the two days. She was, here's Tim. We're 20 miles away. It's going to be great. Then it cuts like 50 miles down the road. Oh, Tim's not here. He just fell back a bit. Yeah. But just really cheerful. But it's like, you can imagine just yeah, yeah. Soph just Tim thinking, chatting. I can do this. Yeah. Tim falling back as Soph just chats away onwards to eighth woman overall. No, we were very special about, about how, She's very good at that. Because it's 33 miles there, 33 miles back. Yeah. But think about the marathon of the as well. What do you do with your psychology yeah. on a night when between when in the middle of the run? Yeah. Know? It's amazing. But I, I think, I hope, from what uh, Sophie was saying, that she basically got to the end of the first day and thought... Oh, I'm quite enjoying this. I bet she did, yeah. <laughs> I doubt she even truly realises how unusual that perspective is. Yes. <laughs> it's just something... Running's just something she happens to be doing at that moment. She's yeah, not kind right. of getting battered by it. Uh, Susie Chen wasn't there with her because she's not well. No, she's not well, so... Uh, yeah. Susie. All the best to her. Yeah. 
hopefully quite swift recovery. Yeah, she said she's feeling better, but my goodness, still getting bouncy around. She must be really missing it because yeah, she's joy of running epitomised. Yeah, she's a proper bounce, isn't she? Yeah. Seems harsh, but the word I want to use is tigger. Yes, she. <laughs> she has got a tigger. Tigger of old Tyrannic quality. With her. I see myself as one of the kind of grouchy getting on with it school of thought. It's an Eeyore kind of. Run. Yeah, yeah. Let's get uh, the gear. Ali Pali go ape. It's the kids just love. It's my daughter's birthday. It's quite exciting, isn't it? That's really nice. Should we quickly yeah. run up that? That looks great. Stick that in the middle of a park run. Just spice it up a bit. <laughs> oh, tell you this hill spicing up enough for me. It's funny. Uh, I know it's a bit of an old. Uh, theme with us, but the South Mrs. Parkrun, I just realised the other day, it's just my home parkrun. Yeah, know? that's great, isn't it? It's, it's, it's great funny, to have one of those, yeah. It's a funny comedian's result that it's not in the city I live in. But, you know, I can have the conversation about... I'm going to have to... Oh, I should try heating I'm going to have to go take a little... Is that the place? That's that's a place where I'm going to have to take a little, a little stop. Okay. A little rest. But yeah, people say the rest heat and and, and you said the Stretford one. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's always going to be Blackfields because that's home. Yeah. We'll get back to that when we've had this wee. Yeah. This little... Oh, I neglected to say how hungover I was, and Yeah, we haven't talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
We're back. We're back. That's right. So um, that was uh, quite exciting little stop. Sorry, I didn't know where we were going now. Because uh, first of all, you took me to somewhere I've never been before. Really? <laughs> Ali Pali Boating Lake. You didn't know that. You didn't I got a bunch of pictures. Oh, nice. And secondly, you were... Uh, it was quite funny for me. Yeah, on and talk me through. Tried the door of the, the, there was no conversation. He tried the door of the gents. Yeah, locked. Tried the door of the disabled toilet. Locked. locked. So off he went into, into the ladies <laughs> at the exact moment when a all sounds made it clear that the ladies wasn't empty. Like we, I think we both thought it was. Right. <laughs> and the cleaner came out of the gents. So your excuse passed by, and he yeah, was basically, a moment. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag toilet trouble. Yeah. Hashtag me too. I, I, actually, actually, hashtag going the wrong way. We want to go around hashtag in front of it, don't we? Yeah, no, I think so, behind yeah. it. Hashtag, hashtag front way. Hashtag into... Hashtag end of a James Bond film. Yeah. <laughs> Blow those up. So, uh, yeah. Nice spot. Thanks for taking me. It's a nice little wait, that one. So, two things. We were interrupted... Two conversations there. Yeah, the Manchester Park. Let me throw that out because we always talk about it. So nice. So friendly. All those people in manky weather. Yeah. And manky puddles. So, hundreds of people there. Loads of people coming up and saying hello, saying, oh, I listen to running commentary. That's which, great. That's what you want, isn't it? Yeah, we, don't, we don't get that in London. And, uh, we get it a bit, don't we? Uh, yeah, 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 we do. We get it. No, you get it. You get it because people read runners well. It's different. I can't remember the extremely lucrative runners world ever running com crossover. Yeah, that's right. But I yeah. can't remember anyone ever coming up and shaking my hand and saying, I listen to Brandon Comptry at a park run in London. Well, I'll have to arrange it. It's like... No, no, I love that. I'm not dissing the London park runs, but it's so nice. And the other thing about South Manchester park run is it's one lap... One really interesting lap. Yes, yeah, yeah. Which even when it goes on the same parts, it goes in the opposite direction. That appeals to me so much. I can't stand repetition. Yeah. I can't stand repetition. I find it really hard to go back to uh, Islington now for that four or five lapper. Yeah. I just find it too hard. It's too hard, isn't it? Particularly with the hill on it. Part of it because there's a little hill. Manchester Park runs on, that's my PB Park run, Manchester. Yeah, me too. It is a nice course, Yeah. yeah. I've got to get this view. It's yeah. fantastic. A, it's a, oh, look at St Paul's. Can you see St Paul's there? Sorry. It's just amazing. That is really nice something. photo, isn't it? I can get a nice good view. Photo. I mean, we're talking Facebook cover photo. Yeah. Coming across in front, in front of the palace here. And it's pretty darn nice. And the other thing, yeah, yeah. So really lovely to do that. And I'll be back again. I'm back in Manchester soon. Yeah, because that was a uh, fill-in, so I'm back there in my for, in my official role in a few weeks. Well, I'm back Can't there I? in I'm back there in early March. Are you there then? Ah. The first weekend in March. I think I'm back there. Ah. I'm, no, I don't think so. <laughs> right. I think I'm there. Or maybe the second weekend in March. Yeah, I think I'm about a month after that. But it's right. this side of uh, the marathon. Right. Early April, I think. Yeah. What about Prime? Then the other thing you mentioned. Paul Tonkins. Yeah. Is how hungover you are. Yeah, it was, was a classic <laughs> Sunday. It was, well, it was Monday night. It oh, was. Yeah, it's Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, it's Tuesday, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not that together myself. Well, I missed, I missed my, my wife's 20th anniversary. Yes. That was on January the 31st because I was travelling. But really, it was anniversary. A, thank you. Really, it was an excuse. Yeah. Really, it was also an attempt to get uh, back on the right time zone. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> <Lots of light. laughs> yeah. I love that. Doesn't it say that in all the travel tips? When you're a bit jet lagged, just get really drunk and fall into an unconscious slumber. Yeah, yeah, that's the same as health. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I kind of did that, and it sort of worked. Yeah. I realised when I was in New York that why the marathon's not too bad jet lag wise, is it? Yeah, because you have to because start you're so early. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Well, no, but going to the start of the marathon is, is, is good. Yeah. But, but if it sets off at. Say nine in the morning, that's the equivalent of your like one, two no, in the, the afternoon, afternoon, isn't it? Yeah. hanging around the cold for four hours. It's yeah. really tough. Really tough. Tough for everyone, actually. We should do it. Oh, yeah, really, it really made me want to do it, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, I, the, the, I mean, I would find it really hard to do it again. So I really want to do it again. I wanted to do it again. As do it as a chat one. Yeah, do it as a chat one. It would just be amazing. Hey, you guys. Yeah, no, These don't, guys are doing a podcast. No, don't do the accent. Yeah. They hate that. They love it. They love the accent. <laughs> they well, they all talk it. like that. They must love it. They love it. They're doing it all day. Ready through Brooklyn. Yeah. And your boys. They're on Polly T. <laughs> They're doing the chat thing, the podcast. Keep running on your balls. We'd have so many people wanting to chat to us. It would be great. Yeah, it'd be superb. Take us ages. Yeah, it will. But that would be a good one. Just do a, do a proper six-hour. Well, tell you what. I'll text my close personal showbiz friend, Michael J. Fox. Yeah. And uh, we'll get places. We should just do it. Yeah, we'll have a right line. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. No problem. Easy. So that was a special drinking night. Yeah, because I suppose it's the same reason we're running today. You're only ha- how long are you home for? Like a day and a half. Not long. Yeah, I mean I'm setting off this late this afternoon for Japan. Yeah, I'm hoping to run in Japan. I mean, yeah. I've heard that Japan is the most Japanesey place to on run. the planet. Yeah, that. And I, but I've heard it's the most different place almost you could possibly go to. <laughs> yeah. Do you know in terms oh, of absolutely. cultural differences? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But big on running. Yes. Have you read uh, a Darren Ann Sven? I have. I have read again. that one, you yeah. You should take that for the plane. I should do it. Yeah, I've read that. Yeah. So I hope you to get Finn and Murakami for the plane. Yeah. And always you They've would. had some great distance runners in the past. And now there's, the strength and depth in the Japanese long distance running scene is amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I hope to get a bit of running action in. And the gigs are a lot of expats. Yeah. I was slightly worried about... Just it being entirely. I don't understand why people don't, don't understand. want to uh, be called Pat anymore. Yeah, it's a great name. I know. I don't want to run from the name Pat. <laughs> I don't want to be called Pat anymore. Yeah. I want to live in Thailand. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that, that, I, I can't imagine what the gigs would be like. But like you say, I've heard that there's a lot of Brits, Canadians, Americans, yeah. and then 10% Japanese, which is about right. That's what you want, isn't it? You don't want 80% people not understanding you. You need a Western bedrock to give you yeah. a kind of jump it off point, but yes. it gets much more interesting if ultimately an audience is A, made up of everyone, yeah. and B, has people who are definably, properly from where you are. Yes, so makes you it more interesting. Away, isn't it? It's not like it's just a club. Yeah, you can't just... My best experiences of that are in the Middle East. Yeah. It's great fun. But yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because it's just so far away. It's funny how Japan is technically closer than Australia because it just seems like the furthest yes. place you can go. Absolutely, yeah. It's Quite far enough mileage-wise for the simile to work culturally. I'm totally... Uh, and of course, I'm 
so used to first-class traveling. Yeah. It's going to be pretty tricky turning yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, are you going with Jetstar? Yeah. yeah. I think you have there, to must be, there must be some mistake. I was on the wing. <laughs> I'm in the hole. My knees were so cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's going to be quite tricky. Yeah. And, then the, and from Jetstar, from Osaka to uh, the Gold Coast, there's no entertainment on board. Right. 12 hours. Yeah. No food, no entertainment. Right. So are you allowed to take a sandwich? I'll have to, yeah. I'll have to, yeah. <laughs> It's going to be good if you weren't allowed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You took only get it. No so food allowed on board. Yeah. What about, do you ever watch a film on an iPad? Or are we don't talking? Really, is that a space talk to you? I don't really have that available to me at the moment. <laughs> I'm going to have to make my own entertainment. There's going to be a lot of chatting. I pity the person next to me. You know what you should me. pick up while you're in Japan? Go on then. Origami. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, just take. Just get into that. Take a ream of A4 yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. By the time you get to Australia, you could have a whole flock I of I have birds. become an expert in origami. <laughs> <laughs> the person next to you. <laughs> just leave. Keeps going to the toilet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You That's did fascinating. I did very cute. And do it in my own row, purely through being so dull. <laughs> I, I am a chatter, though, on a plane. If you give us an in, I will chat for a bit. Yeah, yeah. The thing about that is it's absolutely great, but it's a very hard thing to wrap up. Yes. That's the problem with plane chat. Yeah. You sit down next to someone and have a nice chat for half an hour. What do you do for the other eight and a half hours? Yeah, because yeah, at some point you've got to peel away, haven't you? Yeah. Of course you've tunnel. got to deal with the physical thing on the plane. I mean, that first class economy, sooner or later, <laughs> the lower reaches of your body start to, to behave in unusual ways. spasm and cramp. If you were ever on a plane and you smelt something awful... It was me. I'm really yeah. sorry. Yeah. Because you, know. you have to take your shoes off. That's right. Or, or else you'll get deep vein thrombosis. Yeah, there, I didn't see my feet, though, I've got to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but surely uh, I've heard that odours don't, don't spread so much because of the air pressure. Because yeah. everyone's farting continuously. I know air passengers post-meal. who would disagree with you on that. Right. Like, you know, it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. if, you get, if you're on a... Flight back from uh, in the Middle East, and they've been serving full madame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then, uh, yeah, there's quite enough air pressure to get that round the cabin. Pity the poor children who are hurt at, the, at that particular level as they go down the aisle. <laughs> yeah. I always Why want it to be so bad. <laughs> What's wrong? Is the plane sad? <laughs> it's quite imaginary. Imaginative lyrical child there dealing with my issues. I was looking at. Uh, Flight stuff this morning, and they're showing pictures of how and how not to behave on flights. Yeah, they had, some, they had one bloke coming back on a long haul who'd stripped down to his boxers, right, and had his feet up on the chair in front of him, right. I mean, that's quite, yeah, well, apart from anything else, taking the risk of I don't many know things, how, how snug his chunks were. Yeah. If your <laughs> feet up are up, yeah, that's what chances I mean. are other things are down, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, but it's audacious. It's an audacious thing to strip down to your boxers, but then to bring your feet up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Borderline yeah, illegal, uh, you'd have thought. I'm not doing my borderline. I'm hoping that person was taken immediately into custody. <laughs> no, he was fine. Apparently, he was, he was bashing on his armrest to gain the attention of the air stewardess. Not, yeah. not a great guy. Um, a great look. It's a total lack of social skills. Yeah, yeah. I uh, did a show last week. The comedy store. In Manchester? No, this was last Tuesday. All oh, right. Oh, yeah. Cutting Edge. Had some nice jokes about the news has been great for uh, news-based comedy last couple of weeks. Proper silly stories to joke about, you know. Yeah. I did two different news shows last week. 
jokes about the work. You've heard my amazing Super Blue Moon Blood Moon Yes, joke. yeah, yeah. yeah um, <laughs> and there was the talking killer whale. What was that? No, they taught, they've taught a killer whale to talk. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this, in real terms, was very much made possible by the trainer learning to talk killer whale. <laughs> right. So it said in the, in the words that this woman taught the orca, you should say orca these days, yeah. to uh, say one, two, three. Right. And now the tape of this woman going, one, two, three. <laughs> and then this whale going, <laughs> was that, and that was just for the sound check just before the, <laughs> yeah, before yeah. the gig that's right on the mic <laughs> yeah. like in the Simpsons you remember when the dolphins um, take over America in the Simpsons <laughs> I don't think I've seen that one man. dolphin comes out the yeah. ocean on his tail and kind of hops up yeah. to this lectern in the, in the senate right and uh, the dolphin says <coughs> speak <laughs> uh, let me start over. Yeah, so, <laughs> oh, that's good. Anyway, so I was there to do this news show, feeling good yeah. for once, quite inspired. And a, a comedian, contemporary of ours, who will remain nameless. Yes, um, Roger Monkhouse. Oh yes, he said clearly a Calvin kind of comedy. <laughs> what a uh, sentences. Um, <laughs> he said. You've chunked up. Have you stopped running? <laughs> oh, oh, hello. <laughs> How are you, mate? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cheers for that. Yeah, I think I'm over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it took some time. Yeah. The funny thing is, I kind of went, oh, well, that's a nice <laughs> thing to say for somebody's got a gig. And we bantered on. It was all very jolly. Yeah. And then I did the show, which is a full, you know, you're on all night. So yeah. Last couple of hours there. Thank you. Thank you. Stepped over the road, got myself some dinner, got the train home. Yeah. Let myself into my house. And that was the point when I thought... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're still you're in banter mode, aren't you? That's right. In the dressing room. Which is totally defensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. But do you know what? I think it really helped me get those 33 miles. He lives in Bath. He does. I should say, tell you what about stop <laughs> running, mate. Yeah, you do the bath after, then we'll see you stop running. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, you set off half an hour before and see who comes in first there. <laughs> Come on, mate. <laughs> full of it, full of it. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound like me. <laughs> no, no, that's not you. <laughs> oh. I got really badly stuck in that gate. I misjudged that dramatically. It was it's quite tricky at the moment because we're looking to uh, adopt a dog. Right. To, to sort of this one? Yeah, <laughs> quick, <laughs> grab it and run. <laughs> yeah. He said we're looking to adopt a dog with this dog. Me, me, take no. me, take me. We're going through this. And uh, just to replace Dash a bit and clip size a bit lonely. Yeah. And so you end up looking at all these dogs, desperate for adoption. And some of them obviously aren't going to get adopted. Like there's loads of them who are just really cute and they've all got a backstory and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then you'll see one like there's one... Yesterday, this boxer dog. Yes. Bloodshot eyes. Through really all the boxing. Yeah, well, I mean, you couldn't see. You haven't seen a dog that looks more sort of miserable, alone, and scary simultaneously. Just completely challenging. Yeah. Visual. Yeah. Nowhere near cute. But of course, that doesn't mean you want to take him on because you want to help yeah. these animals. But then you read the backstory, it's like, you know, pretty unsociable. You know, the, at his last house, he killed their cat that yeah. they'd had for 15 years. Ooh. This is, it's going to be quite hard to, to house this dog. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, that's it's, right. 
It's a that, sad life. That is a project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone hopefully will take him off. It's like being a foster Cat parent, killer barb. It, it really absolutely is, yeah. If you, the kind of people who really believe in it, the people who are going to be right up against it, are really yes. nothing to do with the romance of the thing. Hopefully they will do. I mean, some, it needs someone who's just in all the time, used to working with violent dogs. I get the impression that you yourself have not signed the papers on this. Not for him, no. <laughs> no. We're looking at more the cute end of the market. Funny enough... Me and my daughter watched Lilo and Stitch last week. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that film? I haven't seen it, no. It's really good. I mean, it, was, it was even, you know, she's a bit old for that now, but it's a really smart old Disney, and we just found yeah. it on Sky when she wasn't well. Nice. And, uh, oh, I cried all the way through. But it's, uh, you know, because this space it be a very angry, psychopathic space alien. Yeah. And, uh, and very sort of strong and powerful, but a program to destroy. Yeah. Hides in the pound. And she is also troubled and uh, disenfranchised from her family and her friends after becoming an orphan. Right. And she adopts this alien, which is pretending to be a dog. Okay. And that's the beginning of the story. It's a good story and lovely. You know, what does Stitch say in the end about this girl and her big sister? She says, uh, he's a small family, <laughs> broken, but still good. <laughs> yes, still good. Still good. So I think you should watch Lilo and Stitch and then adopt the box. Maybe go back and get the box. <laughs> Find out if it's an alien with special powers. Yeah, that, that's Alfred is an alien with special powers. Did um, did it do an impression of Elvis at any point when you were there? <laughs> I showed Rudy uh, Spinal Tap the other day. Oh, I mean, great film, and he liked it as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a bit, it is a bit slow at times. Yes, but it's very funny, and he got he really got it and enjoyed it. It's got that. Improv. It's great when you show kids films like that and they, and they get it. Isn't oh, it? yeah. yeah. And the more you do it, the more they get it, because they get used to different rhythms in films. And they start to trust you a bit more. Yeah, and to trust... your choices. And trust the pacing of old films. Yeah. Like we watched Splash with them the other day, which is great. Talking of Splash, I got myself on the wrong side of the market. (laughs) You're on the wrong side of the ravine. Okay, you go on, and I'll see you next week. (laughs) Missing, presumed dead, during last scene, behind a muddy puddle. I can't Highgate get wet because I changed back into a mermaid. <laughs> yeah, Spinal Tap. Talking to someone about Spinal Tap the other day online, and one of the things about it is they're enjoying their excellent English accents. Yes. It yeah. just gives that kind of clownish glow yeah, to yeah, everything. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it's your wife. Yeah. <laughs> no, but this one She's not to... my wife. <laughs> well, whatever she is. This one goes out to 11. Oh, this one goes out to 11. You could go for ah, a bite. Ah, it's still going. It's still... Ah. <laughs> no, they loved it. I mean, that's like... Kick my ass. Just kick my kick ass. Kick my fucking. Kick my... T- you know what? It's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, I've got that slightly hungover state where I feel I could run forever and ever. Great. Which, if you, if you were hungover and running in freezing conditions, I would say that's almost perfect. Yeah. Because you're not feeling any pain mentally or physically. Perfect to the point of danger. Yes. Yeah. Yet not recommended, but no, perfect. No, anyways. So, yeah, so I didn't... I'm coming back to your drinking... That was a big night last night. Yes. But I take it you were drinking while you were away as well. 
Yeah, I've totally... The dry January thing didn't map out at all for me, but no. I blame first-class loungers. Yeah. Poor how, use. How about you? How's it, are you still not drinking? Still not drinking. That's brilliant. Yeah. Well Quite done, enjoying well it. Well done. But I have to say, one of the things I did expect to be... I think you've heard me say before, the thing about drinking is it's calorific and it lowers your inhibition, so you eat more. Right. So oh, I've been eating so much. Have you? I try not to. But you put the miles up and you get yeah. hungry. And I get once I get started, you know. It feels it feels very uh, like you're taking self denial too far when you do big miles and cut calories, doesn't yeah, it? That's it's right. just a bit hard, isn't it? Yeah, right. Well, it's not even you know, sort of guilt or feeling bad about it. It's just uh, for me, the voice, the hungry voice, just takes precedence. Yeah. You know, I just think to myself, well, I'm going to eat that. Yeah. Of course. And I hungry, do. Rob. Someone uh, got in touch with uh, with me rather than having come to late last week yeah and said as a vegan when you're going to do a long run how do you what do you do ahead of you know to fuel up yeah and I said well over the last couple of days before a long run I make sure that there's a couple of good slow release carby meals you know yeah oat cakes brown rice and uh, I drink a big beetroot juice and lemon to help my what before you go? Yeah, you can. The beach juice is before or after. Right, it's just ongoing. Yeah, it's good for your nitrates, your blood oxygen. Um, apparently, and I do that, and I don't know if it works or not. But the whole thing with these things is it's placebo effect, isn't it? Even yes, if it's yeah. not working, it's working. But um, it's nice to have something to look forward to post run as well, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. I haven't done it yet this year. I did have in the past. I've had the old if I do double figures. I'm allowed a milkshake. Right. But I don't need to do that. But I was, oh, actually, after the uh, foot doctor in Shefford, I walked all day. I got up early, got the train. Yeah. I went to try and get some watches fixed in the watch shop I know in Sheffield. Dropped my guitar and pedals off at the gig. Walked to the foot doctor, which is like two miles. You had a right day in Sheffield. Yeah. Went to the NHS hospital for the x-rays. Yeah. <laughs> walked down to town. While I was at the hospital, I used the Wi-Fi to book myself in for a freebie at the gym. Went to the gym. What? Ran 10K. You actually live in there. Did. You basically moved to Sheffield. Yeah. Went straight off the 10K machine into the other room and did a very sweaty press-ups and planking workout. Come out of there. And, oh, God, it was really tough, but good. And uh, I did have a can of Coke at that point in time. Go for it, mate. Your Sugar's water, hey. You're totally next. Goes. You're totally next leveling it. I'm, I'm so far away from your level of fitness at the moment. Yeah, well, that's nice. I'm enjoying my little bits and bobs of running, but I couldn't it, do that. You just have to be careless to enjoy. The, for me, the fact that you know it's it's artificial, really, because I'm not that fit and you're not that unfit. No, but, but the no nice boozing, the no boozing's amazing, and that, and that is brilliant. And. If I hadn't been offered champagne on first-class flights, and I, I, hey, hey mate, good to see you. He's a cheerful bloke. Yeah. He saw us at the foot of Ali Pali. Yeah, yeah. Ten, fifteen minutes ago. That's right. So that's good. You're in, the other, in the other direction, on a massive loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, I told that stuff to the guy who asked what I ate. Yeah. And then someone else came on and said. So you're a sports nutritionist now? I was like, no. <laughs> no, well, I'm not. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. Don't try this at home, etc. 
And he said, well, yeah, but it's a minefield, isn't it? Because so much contradictory advice. Right. I just wanted to say, I don't know if this just having a chat, gentleman is, yeah, yeah. is listening now, but that's just the incredible bringing of negativity you can get yes, from yeah. men on the internet. Why? <laughs> it's not a minefield. It yeah. wasn't advice. Yeah. And it wasn't contradictory. Well, so the, well, well, someone's asked you for what you do. You've told them what you do. And that's that. That's it's called... Hello, it's called communication. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Why bring the rain when you can bring the sun? And yet... What's the point? Passive aggression of it's a minefield. Yeah. It's like, it is a minefield now. <laughs> now you've yeah. defined it yeah. as one. Yeah, my consciousness is a minefield. <laughs> I perceive the world as a minefield. Yes. So, you know what he needs? More beetroot. Yeah, so well, I'd say everyone down. should have beetroot. Yeah. That's my direct recommendation. Down, yeah. I think when he it needs goes, a couple of oatcakes. I think that it's come up a couple of times recently. I think that I need to... I always think, apart from anything else, it just sounds ridiculously bonzy. But, you know, as well as being, for example, a vegan... Thanks. Very good dogs. Um, I'm a pluralist. Yeah. And sometimes that can just sound like a wussy defence, but I think it's important sometimes, you know. At that gig the other day... Oh, you're looking chunky. Have you stopped running? At that gig. Oh, quick, quick, mate, quick. There was one of the news stories was the stupid, stupid man who said that, you know, that farmers are raping animals. And, oh, know, all right, yes. Just giving that, yeah. vegans much stricter and more committed vegans than me a bad name. Yes, And yeah. putting back years of, you know, making, making it very easy for your Daily Mail reader to say... To have a go. Yeah. Vegans are basically murderers. And yes, so yeah, on yeah. But, um... You know, so then in the dressing room at the gig, I have to defend hardcore vegans. But the key thing is, you know, pluralist. Everyone, as long as everyone's getting along, you don't have to all be the same. It's just not going to work. It's funny when people go to extremes, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're getting near to tadpole pond. Still too soon. Still getting on. It's not going to be any tadpoles. Into Queenswood. So we're now back on normal track. It was nice to do some. We're now back on the normal track, yeah. You see any in there? I don't think so. I'll get the shot there. I met Bill Oddie the other day. Did you? Yeah. He yeah. likes his nature, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. He's a bird guy. Yeah. Where, where did you meet him? Ah, well... Is it sort of charity thing? I was doing Sam Delaney's news thing. All right. Which is the show on Russia Today. Russia Today, yes. Yeah. So I, I took uh, Putin's dollar, and for that I apologise. I mean, I'm very happy to. Oh, my goodness, they're listening to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, a cup of tea. It was a privilege <laughs> to perform. <laughs> um, what was the show? I like Delaney. He's a good laugh. Oh, it's good. It's, it's fun show. It's very, yeah. very easy. It's short. Yeah. He... Uh, uh, you know, monologues about a couple of news stories. Right. And then you kind of provide the comments underneath. Bit of light chat. Yeah, exactly. And why is it filmed Moscow? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Moscow. Right. This is Moscow. Calling. It's all right on a Monday afternoon, isn't it? It's Millbank, actually. Yeah. All right. Okay. And uh, <laughs> right near Parliament. Yeah. Most incredible view across London. And he had uh, Oddie on talking about animals. Because, you know, he's an expert. He's at a daily Bill show. Bill did a good uh, weekly. Right. Bill Oddie did a, uh, a good job of fielding shenanigans, you know what I mean? Yes. Silly questions. He doesn't take fool. He, he won't take suffer fools, will he? No. Which is ironic, because it's quite foolish in the past, wasn't it? Yes, that's right. They were funny, weren't they? Goodies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you were that age, they were hilarious. Yeah, was, yeah. was there anything funnier? No, they were of their time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Their lives, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, loved it. Yeah. Ecky Thorpe. Yeah, you're crazily funny. 
pretty racist as well. Well, it's, <coughs> when was it? Mid-70s, was it? I'd yeah, imagine. Yeah, yes. Great days. But it's the funny because they were... Perfect. It's that thing of Mensheviks ahead of the Bolsheviks, you know. You don't, can't imagine now the absolute paradigm shift when uh, uh, the young ones went on telly. Yes. It just changed everything. Yes, of course, yeah. And so from that point of view, you know, but, uh, since then, the goodies look silly and old-fashioned and offensive. But before then, they were wild. Yeah. Craziest thing you'd see on the telly. But even now, I mean, you know, Little Britain can look a bit dodgy. If oh, you want yeah. to look at it, it's a bit dodgy. Yeah, absolutely. It comes and it goes. Yeah, a little bit racist. It has to be said that this is uh, just a glorious day for running, isn't it? It's look, uh, so thank you Perfect. for fitting me in. I know you had to squeeze this running. No, I really wanted to do it. Yeah, yeah. Cold, sunny, fresh. Hey, guess what I'm doing next week? What are you doing next week? I'll Ron? give you a clue go on, then. as we go down this hill. You Hopefully it'll be cold and sunny and fresh. And it's half term. Skiing. Skiing. Oh, wow. Taking the kids skiing for the first time. Oh, mate. We weren't going to. We didn't feel like we could for it, afford mate. it. And we Come on. Some a forge, my, my Ford. <laughs> you know what I'm like about debt. Dive in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do it on the credit card. Yeah. Ramp it up. I'm so worried. I'm so scared <laughs> of the moment when the holiday, which, of course, you know, it's a late package deal. Yeah. So elements of potential carry on. Oh, the hotel's not built. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Where are you going? And add a, a teen in the French house. That's great for. Have you been there before? No. Teen's fantastic for skiing. Yeah. And it's fantastic for early days skiing as well. Learning. Yeah. Good. Really wide. Well, this is the other thing, you know. Slopes. The kids don't like it. You know, I'm just going to go. I'm going to like. You cannot not enjoy this holiday. Yeah. It's taking us too much time and money. Teen's great to ski. You'll have all right yeah. with that. Well, they're 11 and 12, but they're yeah. probably old enough. Yeah. Teen! Yeah. yeah. Teen! Just about right there. Yeah, because yeah. T-W-E-N. T-I-G-N-E-S. Teen! Teen Simon. I did some gigs in Teen. It's lovely. Yeah. Oh, nice. Is it near the out gigs? I've got no idea. I mean, these are just special gigs for some students. Me, Craig Campbell and Dan Knight. How old were they? Were they in their early 20s? Or younger than that? A little bit younger. Teen! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's going to be a fun week for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that's exciting. So you've skied before, haven't you? Yes. Me and my wife, we're both passable. Right. She's significantly better than me, but she's without... Um, aggression or ambition as a skier. Right. And I am also without aggression or ambition and with a significantly higher level of fear. Yes. Yeah. So neither of us yeah. ever do anything There'll be no black scary. runs. Yeah, it'll be... Do you do reds? Do you do the occasional red run? I do the, literally the occasional. It's the, the yeah. red one where the ski instructor has said, it's like you'll be all right on this bit. Yeah, yeah. And then the reds are like blues, yeah. Yeah, and I get there without the instructor and go, oh, no. But, I, but having said that, as long as I haven't given myself the fear, yeah, I'm good enough at skiing, I can get down it, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm like. And the kids have never done it. So are they going to go in, like, lessons or yeah. going to take them out? But uh, a bit of both, I We absolutely want them to get taught. Yeah. But in our package holiday... Because it's half term. It's the one thing we couldn't pre-book. It's going to be busy. Yeah. How long are you going for a week? Yeah. Oh, mate, that's going to be beautiful. I know, right? That's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. 
I'm worried about my son. <laughs> right. Because he technically, he should love it. He loves uh, mountains. Yes. Loves the Lake Districts. Yes. Loves sledging. Yes. He's lovely to go on holiday with. Loves maps. Yeah. You know, so we'll get the peace map out and yeah. know where the lifts are. And yeah, that's always fun. Yeah. You know what he doesn't love? Falling Not being over. entirely in control of the yes. situation. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's... It's about their early experiences, isn't it? That's yeah. the thing about skiing when you're first learning it. You can have an appalling experience of fear and out-of-controlness and yeah. being stuck and just just basic fear because it is... You're sliding down a mountain. Yeah, that's right. It's quite dangerous that's if you don't get it right. That's the thing you've got to learn to take control of. Yeah. <laughs> and when I've walked in the Lake District with buddies, uh, the one thing he doesn't like to do yeah. is come down a steep, sort of slightly scree bit. Yes. Not even talking a dangerous bit, just a bit where right. you kind of have to just slide your feet a bit. Yeah. And he just won't do it. Yeah. It takes ages. He doesn't want his feet to move. So it's going to be interesting, that one. He'll have to. And it's, every, every now and again, you find yourself skiing near an edge. Yeah. Like a sheer edge. And that's it went, went, it's just a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. If you stop to think about it too much. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> I'm th- that's why that. teens so great because it's got lots of really wide Absolutely. slopes. No, first time I went on a skiing holiday. Yeah. We uh, our teacher. I don't think there's really two lanes there. Are there? Are there? Um, our ski teacher took us to the top of the mountain, to the ridge. Yeah. After a few days, when we got kind of parsley good, and then we had to ski down this piece at the top, which is totally within our skills. Yeah. Um, but... It's some knowledge, isn't it? That's right. And it yeah. was like the, the, the piece was defined by just ropes, you know, like a rope between yeah. wire fence poles yeah. on either side. And beyond that... The snow dropped away steeply. Yes. And then there was just thousands of feet of empty valley and sky. Yeah, 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 it's awful. It's and awful. Our yeah. ability to turn yeah. left us. Yes. So you've got like a dozen people who just ski across this piece, all fall over. Yes. Ski across, fall all over. fall over. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. see the teacher thinking. Just a really, s- again. A really slow s- snow plow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But as long as you can stop, you'll be all right. But yeah. it's... It's when, it, it's, it's when it gets icy, isn't it? Yeah. That's when it gets tricky. It's hard to imagine as well because it's a really loud noise coming from the Parkland Walk. Is this going to be okay? I think we're oh, yeah, be fine. Up. Just some blokes. Just uh, wait to work going What's going to happen around the corner? Uh, get your umbrella up. He's concerned. Okay, fast as you can. Shut your eyes. <laughs> Does actually look quite tricky. <laughs> oh my god! You've got to get a photo of that, Rob. Oh, I did. That's we that. just we just ran through that. You went straight. How, how heroic are we? And these these guys were waiting. They were scared. We we we. We show them the way. Yeah. What a day of courage it's been. Yeah. We've run through muddy puddles. Yeah. We've run past people working. We've pretended that we're <laughs> going to be okay skiing. Yeah. I used a female toilet. Yeah. No, 
not so much an act of courage. That yeah, it was it? more the courage more, more that an act the of other the women who wanted to wee had to <laughs> marshal to <laughs> not run screaming from the building. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, um, it's funny, isn't it, when you think of fear of heights in particular? Because I can picture these most beautiful scenes. Last time I was up, I've, I've been skiing more recently than yeah. my wife, and obviously the kids have never been. Because I went and did the comedy gigs out there. You're right. And I remembered how to do it and stuff. Yeah. And I did it, you know, went down. It's something you click back into, That's isn't it? right. Yeah. And I went down 30 accessible slopes, and I could do it, and off I went. But still, when I stood at the top of them, I couldn't really look. Yeah. You know, I've got this whole view yeah, I'm, of I'm like the Alps in front of me. And like, whoa. Yeah. And like you say, if you I'm think like, about I'm it too hard. Yeah, my son's going to have a nightmare. It's going to be yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be great he's gonna father-son bonding. It's going to be really good bonding. Yeah. What? You're going to teach him a lot and show him about overcoming fears. When you say bonding. Ding, 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 Yeah, this is, this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> of course, Sean Connery. Never did any skiing. Not a skier. Not yeah. a big skier. And James Bond wasn't a skier until the book on the Majesty's Secret Service. So, you know, that's the film. And then we're off. Daniel Craig went to the Alps, but didn't ski. That was disappointing. But then that wasn't I the saw a, disappointing thing. That's I saw time. quite a funny film on, on the flight. Is it Lucky? L- Logan Lucky. Yeah. Have you I've seen, seen that Soderbergh film with Daniel Craig? No, no. I found it a bit weird, a bit of a weird one. And I saw the three billboards just before I set off, actually. I saw three billboards. Yeah. Have you seen it yet? Airport coming up left. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I haven't. Definitely worth a watch, yeah. The two I want to see are that and um, Phantom Thread. Right. Uh, And whatever else, obviously. But I've been, I've had no shortage of films, don't get me wrong. In the last few days, I've seen Pale Rider. Sherlock Holmes, Sherlock Holmes' Game of Shadows. Right. Um, Sound of Music, Marathon Man, and uh, one other, Sense and Sensibility. I do love a film. This Monday, movie night. A lot of them. I saw Darkest Hour as well. Yeah. Gary Ullman's fantastic in that. He's amazing. What about the film in general? It's okay. It's, 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 more, it's all about him, really. Yeah. It's really enjoyable, yeah. <laughs> By the way, that was little dogs. So just <laughs> it's not just me, but yeah. growling at women. <laughs> Don't do that when you're no. away. No. Don't do it when you're home. Hey, that's the other film I watched last in translation. Which is really good. That's the comics film, isn't it? A lot of comedians like that. Yeah, because we've all been hotel room men. Yeah. Everything Jet-lagged else. hotel man. That's right. I mean, uh, Scarlett Johansson and $2 million to do nothing, we haven't done. No. We but, don't do that, so no. But the hotel room thing. As soon as you settled in, I was like, movie channel, mate. Yeah. Get on the movie channel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what's going to get you through the week. It's a funny thing. In hotels in other countries. I remember this from that cruise we were on. You find a movie channel, you get to kind of what must be the modern equivalent of B movies. It must be cheap to put on. Yeah. Quality productions full of actors you've heard of in a film that you haven't really heard of or seen. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't even on at the cinema. And some of them are possible, you know, some of them are good. And then occasionally you get something, you're like, oh, 
diehards on. Well, that would do. Well, most of the time, it's God that romantic comedy with Pierce Brosnan and Julianne Moore. Yeah, 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 yeah. Terrible it's rich really film. Where Michael Sheen's in a darts tournament, and so on. I started trying to watch In Bruges last night, which I've been told is really good, but I just couldn't. Maybe because I was just tired, or. Have you seen him, Bruce? Yeah, and I think... The far, it, it seemed really overplayed. Yeah, I, I just couldn't be bothered with it. I think it's definitely uh, overrated. Right. Um, I think there's good things, really good things about it. But I think it's very... Uh, it's very post-Tarantino. Right. And uh, so it's very kind of jammy, uh, acty, dialogue-y. Yes, yeah. And yeah. then it gets really violent. I mean, right, really, okay. like, really... Um, I might watch it, though. I didn't realise it got good. <laughs> Same director as... Uh, as uh, Three billboards. Oh, really? So interesting okay. for the comparison. Right. Have you seen um, <laughs> Calvary? No. I had trouble there remembering that it was called Calvary or Calgary. Thinking Bible, Winter right. Olympics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, thanks. <laughs> she really stood out that way. It was like back to the beginning of January there. She was a little... A little bit defensive, yeah, it's kind of. Disagree. Mind you, I don't think we present that much of an intimidating. No. You with your tights and we all silly shorts. The younger, they don't read the mud pattern on the, on the ground and don't wonder why we don't go off to the other side. Or something. Yeah. There we go. So where are you going? You're running for the next couple of weeks. And what's the? Well, just getting ready for the half marathon, really. Just kind of. Absolutely. What I'd like to do is keep the mileage up, but I, I, I'm kind of learning that. You can't do that every week, can you? Right. Definitely want to go to the uh, Cannon Hill Park run in Birmingham on Saturday. Great I think run. the ideal would be to just repeat the model and uh, do quite yeah. a long run to it. Yeah. And see how I do. But that depends on how many miles I do between now and then. Because um, I'm off up to my mum's. And then see my dad at the weekend. About time, watch that as well. You wouldn't right. think there was enough time to watch all this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, so, you know, because she's got another disused railway next to her house. So, get Go some miles in on that. Yeah. What I'd really like to do, in the three and a half weeks before this half, is to run a, a seven mile at pace. Yeah. And then a ten mile at pace. Right. So that I can try and do the bath off fast. Do the bath off. Yeah. Get a time and please with it. Yeah. And have a fitness I can work with. The last two years, I've gone into it finding out how fit I am. Right. Two years ago when I was a crook. Yeah. Last year when I would turn out I was fat. <laughs> For want of a better word. Or overweight and unfit, whatever. Um, and this year I want to go into it fit. Yes. Knowing what I've got. Yeah. And then try and push, you know? Yeah. What about you? Well, I'm hoping to get some, just some miles in, especially my brother's, because he doesn't drink. Yeah. You're in Australia, so weather should be nice. Just get, just get as fit as I can, avoid any shark attacks. So you're not going to drink either? No, if he doesn't drink, I won't drink. I can't be the, the uncle just getting drunk on his own. You can't. Moody. <laughs> Sounds like a really good casting. And I'm going uh, to try and... Uh, I'm not crazy fit, but I'd like to beat 90 minutes at bath. Just, I mean, last year I did 85, but I was in a totally different level last year. Yeah, yeah. Just if I can beat 90, it'd be amazing. Yeah. But that's not a given. No. It's hard work, isn't it? Yes. 
So I think what we'll I'd like to tell you something else I'd like to do, Bath. And in any given um, formal run from here on in, yeah, is not to take the distance too seriously. Yeah. And when I say distance, like the, you know, it's all these things telling you how far you've gone. It didn't have to make you think ahead. Yeah. I want to just be in the moment. Yeah. I'd almost like to run it with the blinkers on, you know what I mean? Yeah. And have someone just not tap me on the shoulder at 11. Yeah. And say, by the way, nearly there. Yes, yeah. I just think about that Manchester um, park run and, uh, uh, you know, th- not knowing how far you've, you've gone in that 5K and you're not doing loops or anything. So yeah. I have really got a frame of reference. Yeah. You know, roughly, you know you've done more than half of it. That's enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's such a balancing act because you want to go steady and be going at a good pace, but you really can't think about it too hard. Absolutely, yeah. Particularly if you're me. Well, I mean, you know you can run 30 miles. Yeah, exactly. You tend to set off quite swift anyway when you do your marathons. Yeah. It's quite a natural natural flow to go for, isn't it? Yeah, I want to, exactly. Get for 10 miles, you've got one park run left. And away we go. And I know what it feels to, like to go at yeah. a given speed. Yeah. So I'd be going along at that speed. And I think, good, keep doing this. Yeah. That's all I want to do, really. Obviously, ridiculously much easier said than done. They had paces out, the Chalton paces out at the park. Did they? Did they really? Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. And uh, they had them the first time I ever went there. Morning magpies, four magpies. Wow. One, two, three, four. I'm sorry. Two for joy, two for girl, four for a boy. That's like you, it, Paul. Yeah. Come to the last 60 metres. Oh, down the finishing straight. No, we're not racing, don't make me race. <laughs> Driving to the I'm line. I'm going to run in specs more often. I can see so clearly. That was good fun. That was really nice. Woo. Yeah, so the 21... We uh, seven miles, pretty much, bang on. Bang on seven. And you did, what, two and a half to get here? Yeah, it's two and three quarters. Right, so nice. Nine and three quarters. Nice. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I was just between two of the paces, you know, and I knew it. So it was a really perfect little What, between the simile. 20? The 21 and the 22. Right, nice. So, yeah. and I saw the 21 go. Yeah. And the 22 didn't come past. Nice. And I didn't think about that that much. And I knew before I left that I was probably running about 21 and a half. Yeah. So it's that real balancing act between getting exactly what I predicted, but not really thinking about it. Good. That's a great training run, isn't it? In the middle of it. That's brilliant. It was was to be remembered. Hope your training runs are going well. Give us a shout. We always get back with our advice, although it is a minefield. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, <laughs> other advice is available. All advice and, comes with a caveat. And sometimes when we tell you things, field. they are contradictory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is a minefield, isn't it? I had a Mine. beetroot juice this morning. Yeah. It's a minefield. <laughs> My takeaway tip. Run home and in freezing conditions. <laughs> so you can't feel your legs. Yeah, yeah. Minus yeah. 20. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Paul was found frozen <laughs> yeah. solid. Uh, <laughs> with an incredible time of <laughs> I d- oh can I tell you another one of my news jokes I was quite pleased with of course it. you can yeah it was uh, um, this thing about how Strava was giving away where air bases are oh yes are. yeah because American soldiers yeah. are running around air bases and kind of drawing little maps of them on the internet yeah and they just characterised these two guys and one saying look Mohammed secret American airbase and the other guy saying yeah and this guy's 5k PB <laughs> and then the first guy saying where are we from <laughs> <laughs> so watch out if you are on an airbase don't uh, you know 
And when when we're both <laughs> don't, back, don't don't don't, don't hurt Strava. us. Don't, don't hurt kill us. us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Vladimir. Um, yeah. Um, today on when Russia we're both today. in the country, we we'll run twenty miles. Yeah. yeah After bath. Massive, massive long long runs. Yeah. Huge yeah. long runs yeah. coming. Yeah. As a matter of necessity. Well, we need to do a three a.m. twenty. Yes. Yeah. yeah Who totally. doesn't? Yeah. Totally. <laughs> totally. We are Run Compod on Twitter. Get in touch. We always get back. On Facebook. Stop saying it with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and uh, yeah, and enjoy the running. Enjoy the spring. Yeah, beautiful. Enjoy, <sighs> and enjoy your economy flight. With Paul Tonkinson and Rob Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.